Hello, this is R.J. Deacon reading the Supreme Court of the United States Opinion Syllabus in Barr versus American Association of Political Consultants, certiorari to the United States Court of Appeals for the Fourth Circuit, argued May 6, 2020, decided July 6, 2020. In response to consumer complaints, Congress passed the Telephone Consumer Protection Act of 1991, TCPA, to prohibit inter alia almost all robocalls to cell phones, 47 U.S.C. Section 227B1 Cap A III. In 2015, Congress amended the robocall restriction, carving out a new government debt exception that allows robocalls made solely to collect a debt owed to or guaranteed by the United States. Uh, uh, the American Association of Political Consultants and three other organizations that participate in the political system filed a declaratory judgment action claiming that Section 227B1 Cap A III violated the First Amendment. The district court determined that the robocall restriction with the government debt exception was content-based, but that it survived strict scrutiny because of the government's compelling interest in collecting debt. The Fourth Circuit vacated the judgment, agreeing that the robocall restriction with the government debt exception was a content-based speech restriction, but holding that the law could not withstand strict scrutiny. The court invalidated the government debt exception and applied traditional severability principles to sever it from the robocall restriction. The Supreme Court held that judgment is affirmed, and uh, Justice Kavanaugh just uh, announced the judgment of the court. Justice Kavanaugh, joined by the Chief Justice, Justice Thomas, and Justice Alito, concluded in Part 2 that the 2015 government debt exception violates the First Amendment. The Free Speech Clause provides that government generally has no power to restrict expression because of its message, its ideas, its subject matter, or its content. It's a uh, police department of Chicago versus Mosley. Under this court's precedence, content-based laws are subject to strict scrutiny. See uh, Reed versus Town of Gilbert. Section 227B1 Cap A III's robocall restriction with the government debt exception is content-based because it favors speech made for the purpose of collecting government debt over political and other speech. The government's arguments for deeming the statute content neutral are unpersuasive. First, Section 227B1AIII does not draw distinctions based on speakers. Even if it did, that would not automatically render the distinction content neutral. Second, the law here focuses on whether the caller is speaking about a particular topic and not, as the government contends, simply on whether the caller is engaged in a particular economic activity. See uh, Sorrell versus IMS Health. Third, while the First Amendment does not prevent restrictions directed at commerce or conduct from imposing incidental burdens on speech, this law does not simply have an effect on speech, but is directed at certain content and is aimed at particular speakers. As the government concedes, the robocall restriction with the government debt exception cannot satisfy strict scrutiny. The government has not sufficiently justified the differentiation between government debt collection speech 
and other important categories of robocall speech, such as political speech, issue advocacy, and the like. Justice Kavanaugh, joined by the Chief Justice and Justice Alito, concluded in Part 3 that the 2015 government debt exception is severable from the underlying 1991 robocall restriction. The TCPA is part of the Communications Act, which has contained an express severability clause since 1934. Even if that clause did not apply to the exception, the presumption of severability would still apply. See, for example, Free Enterprise Fund versus Public Company Accounting Oversight Board. The remainder of the law is capable of functioning independently and would, would be fully operative as a law. Severing this relatively narrow exception to the broad robocall restriction fully cures the First Amendment unequal treatment problem and does not raise any other constitutional problems. Justice Sotomayor concluded that the government debt exception falls under intermediate scrutiny and is severable from the rest of the act. Justice Breyer, joined by Justice Ginberg, Ginsburg and Justice Kagan, would have upheld the government debt exception, but given the contrary majority view, agreed that the provision is severable from the rest of the statute. Justice Gorsuch concluded that content-based restrictions on speech are subject to strict scrutiny, that the Telephone Consumer Protection Act's rule against cell phone robocalls is a content-based restriction, and that this rule fails strict scrutiny and therefore cannot be constitutionally enforced. Justice Kavanaugh announced the judgment of the court and delivered an opinion in which Chief Justice Roberts and Justices or and just Justice Alito joined, and in which Justice Thomas joined as to parts one and two. Justice Sotomayor filed an opinion concurring in the judgment. Justice Breyer filed an opinion concurring in the judgment with respect to severability and dissenting in part, in which Justice Ginsburg and Justice Kagan joined. Justice Gorsuch filed an opinion concurring in the judgment in part and dissenting in part, in which Justice Thomas joined as to part two. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to get hold of me, I can be reached at RhodesScholar80 at gmail.